Hi friends, welcome to the Trauma Tapes. I'm Dr. MC McDonald, a PhD trauma researcher and life coach. It is my goal in life to reframe the way that we understand trauma. And I think if we want to understand trauma, we need more stories, more examples, an archive of trauma stories. But not just an archive where someone lays their story down for posterity and walks away, an archive that gives them something back, some attunement, some empathy, a reframe, integration, maybe some little piece of knowledge or understanding so that they walk away feeling like the thing that makes the least sense in their lives makes just a little more sense. This podcast is that archive. I'm here with my sister, Elizabeth Meadows. Each week, we read your letters and give you information and advice about how to understand and demystify your experiences and symptoms so that you can heal without shame. So pull up a chair, grab a coffee, and join us. Welcome to the Trauma Tapes. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. What's new? Um, not a whole lot. I can't believe the summer is like almost over. I know. I can't even think school starts again. I just finished, um, summer class this week. I still have to grade and then school starts and like, I don't really want to look at the calendar a week and a half before Labor Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The South starts early. We're going to go, we're going to see how long it takes to go back to fully online, which I predict before the end of September. That's my guess. You do? You think there'll be like outbreaks when like kids are back? A thousand percent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just feel like I, I just don't know what's going to happen next. Like are there more variants are just going to keep coming out. Yeah. And then yeah. so are we just going to wear masks like forever? Like yeah. I, I don't I don't. Yeah. I just I'm past the point of like getting invested in it. I'm just like, okay, well, just tell me what to do. Well, you get to a level of like cognitive burnout and you're just like, well, I, I actually can't think about this anymore. So like, <laughs> right. I need to move on, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to stand. Tell me what to do. Fine. Right. Right. Done. Right. Yeah. So or my, like, my default right now is like, I'm just going to wear my mask like until 2024, <laughs> you know, like, I don't need a recommendation anymore. Like, this is just how I'm doing. And like, we'll see, I'll check back in with myself in 2024. <laughs> you know? I know it's crazy. Okay. So the last exercise that we did was called a hundred other things. So you were supposed to take labels that you carry around that are sort of negatively charged. And then on the same piece of paper, write a hundred other things. Um, I've done this with groups and people, and this is actually the first time I've ever fully done it myself. I thought it was super interesting. What yeah. did you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was super interesting. I, you know, it, it, it felt like super daunting to come up with a hundred yeah. things, um, Yeah. but like once you kind of got into the groove, it, it went faster than I thought it would. I like you know? got to fifth. I was like, I had no trepidation at all. Cause I've done it with other people and I'm always like, what's the de- big deal. And then I got to like 15 and I was like, well, that's it. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I have nothing else. What else can I possibly say? You yeah. know? Yeah. But it, it did feel good. Like the, the further you got down on the list, like you, you realized you could get further away from the negative beliefs. So. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go through some of it? Sure. Okay. What, um, what did you put as your labels uh, that were negatively charged? 
um, I put, I, I, th- I hope I did this right. I put n- um, not productive, I'm floundering, I have no purpose, I'm wasting time, and I'm not as marketable as I once was, which can have a bunch of different meanings. Mm. Okay, sorry, I'm writing these down. Um, can you do them one more time? Yep. Not productive, floundering, have no purpose, wasting time, and not as marketable as I once was. Okay. So how, what was your method? Did you go through like from the negative thing and then make counter ones or did you just put them on that side and then just went through other things? I put them on that side and then just went through like totally like, is that right? Yeah. I mean, there's no like right or wrong. I made this up. You can do the, the either, you know, either way. Sometimes people like will structure it where they're like not productive and then they'll write a bunch of things until they're spent on that. And then they'll go floundering and write a bunch of things and, until they're spent on that. Either way, it's totally fine. No, I was not that methodical. And I, <laughs> you know, I was just like, okay, now I'm going to like switch gears and right. have a hundred right things that I am. Yeah. Okay. What kind of, can you share it? We won't share the whole thing because it'll take a while, uh, but we could if you want. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so these, these, these are things that I am, right? Yeah. And it can be anything. Anything. Okay. You could say like, I'm a human who wears glasses. Like, okay. So I put, I'm a dog mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a supportive wife. I'm interested in making healthy decisions. I'm genuinely interested in other people. I'm a knowledge seeker. I want to help. I love to laugh. I love to read and get lost in a good story. I'm empathetic, understanding, appreciate good design, super organized, great at folding things. Got me whenever. (laughs) We share that one. I get in trouble for this. (laughs) Loves interior design, loves to declutter, loves to bake. Likes to cook most of the time. Enjoys great red wine. Grateful for trips I've taken. Is starting to feel more comfortable in my own skin. Yay. Is starting to understand what I truly enjoy. Good listener. Good problem solver. Loves to laugh. Did I already say that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Seven and 24 are the same. Oh, God. You love it a lot, so it's there twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can make people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I love Pilates. I love dark chocolate. I'm self-sufficient. I'm open to new ideas. I like to see live music. I like to cross things off my to-do list. <sighs> I like to ask questions. I like to paint my nails. I love Simon Pierce glass. I like oh, to yeah. have fresh flowers. I can be funny at times. <laughs> <laughs> I seek environments that are soothing and calming. I like to clean the kitchen at night after dinner. I <laughs> like, I, this is random. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> um, I actually like doing laundry. I appreciate clean sheets. Yeah. I love to reorganize places in the house. I love to create organizational systems. Yeah. I like to look at art. I like the energy of walking around a city. I like to discover new restaurants. I like to walk along the lakes near home. I like the peace and quiet of Vermont. I appreciate how spaces feel. I'm fascinated with true crime stories (laughs) and I like to hear what makes people tick. That's 50. You want me to keep going? No, that's awesome. I mean, you can, if you want, but that's, that's amazing. Loves putting on my PJs at night. I'll just throw that one in. (laughs) Yes. 
That is the best. Speaking as someone who still currently has their PJs on. There you go. <laughs> I love that list. It feels, it's so interesting, like hearing this, like, and knowing you so well, because usually I'm doing it with clients, you know what I mean? But like that list resonates so much more than the other one with like who I have in my head as you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking too, when I, I, I re-listened to last week, yeah, the last one we did, and this is such like an unusual situation because they're like, this is not a therapeutic, like right. know, encounter. It's like, this is what I believe about myself. And only your sister could be like, no, that's wrong. Right. <laughs> False. Right. Guess what? You're wrong. Which is like good and bad because, you know, I hope that I'm um, validating what you're saying, but also providing you with enough data to, I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was super like interesting. Yeah. No, I think I, it is super interesting because it's not, this is sort of like uncharted territory. Right. You know what I mean? Like with that, we're doing this like with each other and not like in a therapeutic setting as an exercise live on a podcast. Like I, I know. And I feel like, you know, when I was in therapy, like I got to this point with my therapist where she'd be like, ah, nope. Yeah. Because you told me that you already did this three years ago. So stop it. And I'd be like, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hilarious therapist once who like, there was one thing I just kept going over and over and over. And he like finally got to this place where he was like, is this really how you want to spend your time? <laughs> and he would just ask that, is this really how you want to spend your time? Yeah. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, quick check-in <laughs> to remind you that you're paying for this. Are you sure you want to talk about this again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it felt good. And, it, you know, even though mine were super random and it just felt like the, the further, like I said, the further I went down the list, the, further I got away from the negativity. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting too. I could feel myself like kind of ping back to the negativity. Yeah. Like as soon as I got stuck, I can share part of my list in a minute. Like as as soon as I started to get stuck, I would like go back to like, see, you're a mess. See, you know what I mean? Like, and then I would be like, no, and then come back. And the further I got on the list, the the less the like pinging back to the negative happened, which I thought was super interesting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Where did you do it? I was like sitting in my living room, obviously like looking around. See, I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Same, just on the couch, like sitting here, you know, I did an Excel sheet so I could count. Yeah. So I didn't have to keep count, um, but just on my computer. It's kind of like, it's, it's interesting to do it in your own home versus- yes. It might, you know, I would imagine it would feel totally different to do it like in an office or, or in a session. Yeah, totally. Totally. Cause you're, yeah. And you can't, it's interesting. Like the visual piece of it, like, wait, but going back to what you said a second ago, you're like, but this list is so random, but like, we are like, yeah, human beings are not like, you can't put somebody in a box and say you're anxious. End of story. Right. We try that all the time, but, but the reality is you're anxious and you love to paint your nails and you like to cook and cookies are your favorite thing in the world. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it feels random, but that's what we are. Do you feel like mine was like superficial? No, not at all. Okay. I don't think little things are superficial in general. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think like is so important about the tiny little joy thing is that like, 
it doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big gesture. When you talk about someone's character, think about this in the lens of like loss. Like, I think one of the things that's so interesting about grieving is that you have to like, it's almost like a ledger of like everything you've lost and the ledger just keeps going and going and going. And and the most like poignant things are often like completely random character traits. Like that person like laughed in that way that nobody else does that you can never recreate. You can never explain, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, those are the things that land, you know? Yeah. You're right. It's all part of the same. It's, it's, it's the total package. It's, you can't like, yeah. 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 I get that. Which is the point of the exercise. Cause you can't like, we can't, I think part of our brain like knows what we're doing when we, um, when we're trying to put ourselves in a box and label ourselves and, and it's like out of alignment with what we know to be true, which is that we're much more than that. And so when you figure out what else that is, it's like, you feel more in alignment with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is an exercise that you, that you could do in a session, but then you should also do with someone in your life that cares about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> All right. And maybe that like you could do for somebody else. Oh, we should try that. I wonder if that's easier. Like if I did yours and you did mine instead of. Yeah. Or in addition to not instead of. I, I'm sure it would be right. I don't know. I think so. But then that's interesting too, right? Like, why do we, why, why is it so hard to admit simple things about ourselves? Why is it so easy to admit pathology? And, and so why, are, why are the negative things like so big? It's so dark. I know, I know. You know, I know. It's not like, oh, I stubbed my toe when I got out of bed this morning. It's right. like, oh, I'm miserable and I have no right. reason to go on. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like the, the weight of the negative versus the weight of the positive is I know. like markedly different. I know. Right? Yeah. And maybe that's part of the reasons why we think we need big things to counter the negative things because the negative things do feel so big. I mean, they're like character judgments, right? Like I'm a mess is like. Right. That's not like you made a mess or your room is messy or like whatever. It's like you right. fucking fail. But know? but what happened to get you to I'm a mess was I didn't make my bed, which is right. a little thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. And yeah. that immediately becomes like a snowballs into like I'm a right. mess. No, right. you just didn't fucking make your bed. Like right. which happens. It's right. okay. Yep. Give it a shot again tomorrow if you want, you know. <laughs> right. Or make it before you get into it at night. That's okay too. I've done that. Yep. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, The side note, this is completely random. The number of people that have responded (laughs) about the brownies. (laughs) The confectioner sugar. Everyone has this story. (laughs) It's hilarious. Maybe they should take it off the market or should it be used that way anymore? <laughs> Chemical warfare. <laughs> we like, I'll be in the middle of a session with someone and they'll be like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I had the brownie thing too. And then we're both like cry laughing. <laughs> now, is it used in recipes like currently? Like, was that like a. a... <laughs> Have we learned as a culture that this is dangerous? No, it is because you know what, the almond co- cookies that we make, like. <laughs> 
right? That are rolled in the, is it the almond ones that are rolled oh, yeah. in the confectioner sugar? Because sometimes Brent called? does it and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what are those called? Those cookies. Oh man. I'm already. Oh yes. Oh, those are so good. I'm going to make those today, man. But can't you picture like the sifter <laughs> thing that mom had with the totally. handle? <laughs> it like hurts my throat to even think about it. <laughs> That's funny. We hit a nerve. We did. PJs and confectioner sugar and brownies are the two things that people responded to the most. Maybe we should do a different kind of podcast. I love that. Forget trauma. Let's talk about right. brownies. <laughs> Listen, trauma, trauma, blah, blah, blah. What we really need to cover is confectioner sugar as a weapon. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Oh, that's funny. Okay. I will share part of my list. Um, Hold on. I'm trying to open it. Oh, man, I'm laughing. Okay. Um. My negative things were basically um, what I talked about last week. I can't find that list, but it was like, oh, the first one was anxious, right? Like, because that's yeah. always a thing. Um, Unlovable. You're a mess. Yeah. A mess. All the things. Okay. You're a um, house, here, house destroyer, home, home smasher. Yeah. 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 Smasher of lives. Yep. Yeah. Okay. A hundred other things. Um, I, I won't read the whole thing. Attuned to other people's emotions, intuitive, aware of roadblocks that might come up for me or for others, energetically available, open for people to talk to, even when I don't want to, <laughs> like in a plane, <laughs> I can't seem to like turn that off. You know, that's like, that's you. You've always <laughs> been like that. It's like... <laughs> Deep critical thinker, non-judgmental, super curious. Never tire of learning new things, truly excited about ideas, a sponge for information and data, really great at explaining something to others once I actually get it, (laughs) inquisitive, empathetic, a ferocious reader, a person who wears glasses, a redhead, a good sense of humor, a collector of blankets, coffee drinker, (laughs) a life coach, a professor. I have a hundred blankets. It's like a problem. Um, Someone who loves staying up late, a nail polish addict somatically very sensitive, a good friend, a great listener, a sister, a bagel person, active, uh, a hiker, fair-skinned, learning how to cook very slowly. <laughs> and yeah, it's good just cook. Same thing. Oh my God, no. But I'm learning like slowly. I have to stop telling myself the story that I'm a bad cook. Cause when you bring that like into the kitchen, then you're a bad cook. You know Don't what I mean? Don't you remember mom saying like, you'll learn how to cook when you have to like, no, but that's like, that's true. how it works. Yep. It's true. Yep. When you don't, when you live in New York city, you don't have to learn how to cook. You can't really. Cause your kitchen is like, you know, one square foot. Right. It's in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your, kitchen, your kitchen's in the shower, which is, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just like amazed by how like different it felt to do this and how like, you know, what else was interesting was the, like, a lot of the time I would pick something and then I would like flash back almost to a memory of like being really tiny and being exactly that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And it was like, oh, wow, like these things are really stable, static parts of me. Anxiety actually isn't. Right. You know, right. like I, that has been around for about as long as I can remember, but like not in the same way as like being curious. So it's, it's almost like the difference between like who you are right, versus your negative thoughts, like right. which are not you. Right. And, and you those think two things you. can't coexist. Right. You can't be all those things on the positive list and be unlovable. Right. That doesn't, that's not true. Right. You know? Right. It's, um, yeah. And we're not, not bright and shiny. Like your negative list, like kills me. It's, it's so heartbreaking, but it's so fucking wrong. Yeah. So is yours. (laughs) I hate it. I know. Not productive. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. His dad would say, Lisa. (laughs) I know. I know. It's, um, yeah. But then, and then you can like, interestingly look back at the list of labels you put on yourself and you can say like, okay, some of these are just like here, right? Like right. anxiety is going to be a thing. I know how to deal with it. It's here. I'm also a hundred other things, right? Right. Unlovable. We're going to cross that out. Not a thing. Not a thing. And a hundred other things, you know, like a little right. messy. I'll probably always be a little messy. Let's try to choose and find it hilarious. Like, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it all goes hand in hand, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the the good far outweighs the perceived bad. Totally. And we just because of the way that our brains are wired, we are hardwired to imprint that negative stuff. Yeah. Because the 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 most scared part of your brain, your amygdala and your limbic system perceive those things as a threat. And so it's yeah. in your best interest that you remember what they are. But don't get that, don't mistake that biology, which is necessary for survival, for reality. Oh, interesting. Because you have to imprint the positive manually. Doesn't mean it's less real. Right. It just means it's less threatening. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's not as loud. Right. So we need to turn it up. Turn up yes. the volume on the positive things. Yes. Okay. It's so much, it's interesting too. Like it's so much somatic. Like I'm always thinking of like, what, what does it feel like in your body when you're doing these exercises, you know? And like, when you're writing the negative list, it's like your whole body, like or mind does anyway, like goes like shrinks and goes inward and like, ah, you know, <laughs> there's this yeah. terrible feeling in your stomach kind of thing. It's exhausting. Yeah. And then when you start to make this this list of a hundred things, which is a lot, like it's hard to do. It takes, it takes a little effort. So it's not like it's just easy and breezy and no big deal, but it like, you start to feel like lighter and like you laugh and you remember positive, hilarious things from when you were little, (laughs) like, yeah, you know, and you're the, your chest opens up and your heart opens up. Right. It it does. I mean, it's not, it does get easier because it, the, the right. stakes are a lot less. So right. it's just like, oh, ba, 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 ba. yeah. Right. You know, it feels a lot better. You're right. right. Which is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. But it's, that's, that's important because when we're letting ourselves, like, I think we think we're powerless to our thoughts. So we let them run 
And then we wonder why we feel terrible. And then we feel terrible. And so our thoughts are terrible because your brain is trying to figure out like, what kind of bad situation are you in? You know, <laughs> like, right. But it's one of your own creation. Right. And then your body, like you said, you fold inward, you, mm-hmm. you're, you know, your shoulders are hunched, you're tight, you're, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really brutal. And and not just that, but then you're also going to have stress hormones, which is going to lead to inflammation and chronic inflammation leads to disease. And so it's like, right. Not to do that thing where it's like, you're making yourself sick, but like you're making yourself sick. you know. Right. I have, and I'll have to find it, although it'll be like beautiful, but make me sob is mom and dad both made a list for me at one point. Mm. Do they, I don't know what the hell was going on in my life, but like, oh man, I know I can picture, like I have them somewhere and they both, they did it separately. And I like carried both of those lists around with me. It's just a list of like what you are. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Sorry. That's okay. I have this letter on my desk from mom, this last birthday letter. You do. (laughs) Wow. You should like laminate that. I know. I really should actually. It's falling apart. Um. Um, but it was an exercise that I don't know that mom like came up with, like, let's oh, sure so I was down funny. in the dumps about something. And that you know, and each of their lists had like, you know, 15 things. It wasn't a hundred, but it was like, okay. But that means a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. If this is what the people in my life, the most important people in my life, if these are the things that they believe about me, then I need to start believing them too. Yeah. Oh man. What a gift. That's so cool. I know. Right. Yeah. Crazy. I know. Okay. Next tool. Okay. We're going to practice um, radical acceptance. Okay. Which we talked about before. I'll explain that in a second. But I made up this exercise. These are all, for the most part, I mean, I'm giving credit. I think we're credits too, but a lot of these I've made up just completely out of nowhere. Um, it's possible they exist in other forms and I just don't know it yet. Cause that happens, you know, um, but name it to tame it is a thing that neuroscientists talk about, right? So if you name an emotion, you actually, what you're doing is kind of flipping on different circuitry in your brain. And so instead of like engaging in this war with the emotion, you name it, which allows you to put it in a rational space in your head and it becomes actually less intense. So name it to tame it. I want to tack on a third thing to that, which is befriend it. Okay. Um, I wanted to like figure out how to make this role better, like off the tongue, name it, tame it, befriend it. But I couldn't, I came up with nothing. I'm not clever right now. So I don't know. (laughs) Um, But name it, tame it, befriend it. Okay. I'll come back to that in a second, but we've talked about radical acceptance before, but just to talk about it again, this is a modality that basically comes out of Eastern philosophy that has been, um, taken up and used by, um, Tara Brack. Uh, that's her, her book, radical acceptance is life-changing. If you've never read it, definitely check it out. Um, and then a bunch of other practitioners also have taken that up and used that as their framework and their main way of working with clients. And the idea behind it is that, um, the suffering that we, a lot of the suffering that we experience is because of our relationship and, and, and inability to accept what's going on. Mm-hmm rather than the actual situation. So what's an example of that? Except what's going on with like neutral, with neutrality, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
So like, I think COVID is actually a good example. Like nationally, we haven't yet accepted for some ridiculous reason that this is a thing, Mm -hmm. right? We're not on the same page with it. Like we, people are doing different things and it's, you know, obviously leading to all sorts of problems. Um, Radical acceptance is to say, okay, let me face this thing head on. Let me accept with neutrality that it exists, right? It's neither good nor bad. It just is. And now how am I going to respond to it? And if you mm-hmm. even just when I'm always shocked by like, even when I'm talking about an example that doesn't really resonate with me, there's a huge somatic shift. There's a huge shift in your body when you're talking about something that is like debatable or something that you accept. And you can do it with like really simple ideas in your, in your life, right? Think of, we do this all the time. Um, the example that I always use is like, when you notice it's raining outside like, let's say you had planned like a walk with Sadie and a day outside and like a shopping trip on um, Newberry street. And you wanted to be outside the whole day and you, you get up and you notice it's raining. And all of a sudden you go to war with that fact. And you're like, shit, it's raining. What am I going to do? I don't have an umbrella. I wish I had bought an umbrella. I'm such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And you're like spiral, 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 negative, negative, negative. But other times it's like a Tuesday and you're like reading a great book and it feels kind of cozy. And you kind of notice you look outside and you're like, oh, it's raining. Yeah neutral. Yep. So the practice of radical acceptance is, is about noticing what thoughts are already like that. That's the Mm -hmm. easiest part. What are you already sort of neutral about most of the time? And then trying to get as many difficult thoughts or thoughts that cause suffering into that same bucket of neutrality, which, you know, can, can be hard to various different degrees, depending on what it is you're trying to get to look neutral. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's raining is very different than like, you know, my loved one just died or like I'm going through a divorce or right. Like it's going to take a lot more work with that. But I've been noticing lately, especially, and I think this is maybe just a a sort of factor of where we are in the pandemic and as a society and with everything that's going on, people are really, really at war with their emotions. Yeah. And so they will say, okay, I'm feeling really frustrated and sad. And I've been feeling really frustrated and sad for 18 months. I don't want to feel sad anymore. And they're off to the races and fighting with the emotion instead of like letting it be and accepting that it is, which always reduces the charge. It always reduces the suffering. Yep. So I think the first thing with any of these practices is awareness, right? So like, what is it that you're feeling? So this is step one. Notice as many times as you can throughout the course of the day, what it is you're feeling. Okay. Right. So like taking yourself as a feeling thing and being like, okay, what am I feeling? And then, and then actually name it. I think the, what am I feeling question? I think the, a really helpful way to kind of enter into that with yourself is to think about it. Like you're an explorer, you know, and you're a detective and you're like, what is this emotion? Because like one of the things that's been coming up for me a lot, like lately for some reason, I don't actually know why it doesn't really matter, but like, it's just like really pure, like sadness. It's not exactly grief. It's not exactly like frustration. It's just, just like, there's like a sad. Yeah. And so like naming that, getting like, really like kind of curious about what is this? Is it grief? No, not quite. Is it frustration? No, no. It's just sad. It's just big simple, sad, you know, yeah. that even just that little thing of like figuring out where it falls in the emotional, like whatever, you know, I'm imagining like a color wheel 
right? Being like, oh, this is burnt orange (laughs) or whatever, um, brings on parts in your brain that are designed to make you feel calm. I think it's really hard to get at that sometimes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because you could be like raging about something, but anger is not the, what you're really feeling. Right. Totally. Right. So that's a whole thing of like being like, what is it? What's under it? Right. Right. Totally. And then see, so that's naming it to tame it. But then the next thing, the thing that I want to add on to it is befriend it. So instead of going to war and saying, I can't feel this way. I don't have time to feel this way. This actually happened to me yesterday morning. And I had just this like big, sad, (laughs) it was just like, (laughs) big, sad. I wanted a sick day. I couldn't take a sick day. There was nothing actually wrong. It was just big, sad. And I just needed to like cry for a minute, Yep. but I was like, I have a session in 10 minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to pull myself together, blah, blah, blah. Like why I don't have time for this. Why am I sad? I was going down the thing and I was like, wait, no, what is it? Big, sad. And I just imagined this like big, like, you know how toddlers have like those big, huge eyes. And when they cry, it's just like the it's you, it's almost like a happy moment yeah. you know, for you as a witness. Cause you're just like, Oh my God, life is so hard. <laughs> right, 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 right. I get it. Let me hug you and give you a cookie. Yeah. So I sort of imagined the sad kind of coming in as that little like toddler and just being like, okay, like we can sit here for 10 minutes and just cry as much as you need to cry. And then, and then and then I have to go to work, but then we can come back later. And if we need to cry more, we'll do that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. But actually like befriending the emotion, imagining it as a friend that comes into your house and welcoming it in and then relating to it as you would relate to a friend. I'm thinking of um, someone, a friend put on social media <laughs> yesterday that um, she was feeling the mean reds, I think is the right thing, which is the it's from breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, I, wow. Yeah. And uh, I think it's the mean reds. I don't know, but I was like, oh, wow. That's like the perfect, like mm-hmm. kind of neutral, like description of, of yeah. an emotion at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think that's what, let me check, double check, but I love that. Yeah. And then, and like reach for whatever comes up. So if a color comes up, reach for that. If like a song comes up, reach for that. Like don't worry about whether you're doing this right. Really like get into what does your emotion look like? Is it an animated thing? Is it an animal? Is it a blob? Is it a, you know? Okay. You want to hear the quote? This is interesting. It's Holly go lightly. Uh, No, the blues are because you're getting fat and maybe it's been raining too long. You're just sad. That's all. The mean reds are horrible. Suddenly you're afraid and you don't know what you're afraid of. Oh shit. Huh? That's panic. (laughs) Yeah. The mean reds, the mean reds. And then also like notice how quickly the emotions like shift. Right. So then the thing that happened yesterday was that I cried for like two minutes, those big fat, like toddler tears. And then I like, was like, okay, well it's time to go to work. (laughs) I know it's amazing how like light you can feel after that. Uh, Yeah. And it wasn't like a big, like, you know, keening, like 45 minute, like sobbing session. It was just like, oh, big, sad, you know, like, yeah, it's just a release. Right. Um, And that's, yeah. But I think like we, we, we could talk about radical acceptance about our ideas or the things that are happening to us. But I think as a daily practice, um, learning how to accept and befriend our emotions is like life-changing. Learning how to 
I think, to get to what they really are, too. Right, right, right. And ex- and accept them. Let them be. Right, right. You know, there was, um, before the world came to a screeching halt, um, I was going to yoga every day in a studio. And, like, at the end of, it didn't matter how I felt, didn't matter what was going on, didn't matter what, what my day was like. I'm sure I've just said this before. During Shavasana, at the end of class, I would just cry. Yeah. Every day. And I would just think of, like, there's an ocean under here, under this room, under my life, under everything of like, I'm going to just cry forever. <laughs> oh. But then it was like, it, it was like, you, you just, so you just let yourself cry. You're not going to actually cry forever. You know, like, right. You're not, right. you're no emotion that you experience is going to drown you. And you're going to feel better. Afterwards. Right. Right. Yeah. You just have to let it be. Yeah. And then, I mean, the goal to go back to the, like the general idea behind radical acceptance, the goal would be to get to a place where when your emotions come in, you turn to them, like you turn to the window and you say like, oh, it's raining. Like, oh, they're sad here. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling a little anxious. Okay. That observer that that's noticing that is always stable, you know? Yeah. And noticing and observing and like, that's, that's connecting with a really strong, important part of yourself that's responsible for resilience. Okay. Fun. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And it's also okay. I'm trying to anticipate like what kinds of things people like will come up for people. It's okay if there's not a lot there too. Okay. Like you can be feeling neutral or like content. That's okay. Yeah. Still get curious about that. What does that feel like? What does that look like? I think my default is like tired all the time, but what is that really? Yeah. You know? Right. And what kind of tired? Physical, existential, both. Right. Low energy is different than tired. Like, does it shift at all during the course of the day? Is there anything that overrides it? You know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating little beings we are. Okay. Do you have a tiny little joy? I do. Okay. Um, before we got on the call today, I was making a um, Greek salad, talking about cooking, although it's not really cooking, it's more chopping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was Ina Garten's recipe, like on the Food Network. Oh and, oh, and you kind of, like when you're making, when I'm making one of her recipes, like you kind of feel like her a little yep, bit. Like 100%. Yep. Channel the energy of like that calm, beautiful kitchen and like her blue denim shirt yeah. and like the the jars of the flour that she has behind her and the eggs and the black counter. And it's just yeah. like, it's a very like Zen place. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like this, you know, I was kind of like rushing to get home to make the salad, you know, and, and then w- when I got into that Eingarten like zone, I was like, Hey, you know, this feels right. good. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> that like, I'm so obsessed with like the way that time is like completely relative. You know what I mean? Like it is like a relative experience. Sometimes you feel like you are at time's mercy. Right. And you can't catch up. And then like the next moment, your perception of time completely shifts and you're like, Oh, this is really luxurious. There's tons of space here. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I have plenty of time to do the things I need to do and I'm going to enjoy how I feel in the moment. Right. But yeah, I just, I don't, anything she does just has that like calm, soothing, um, nourishing yeah. uh, vibe to it. So yeah. even when you're following one of her recipes, yeah, 
you know, there, there was that whole like 30 rock thing where like Tina Fey was like stalking her and was like, oh my God, wanted to be have wine with her and stuff. So it's a thing it's out there. <laughs> she, oh my God. Yeah. She's a whole, she's a whole thing. She's literally a breath of fresh air. Like under that term in the dictionary should be her. She is like, yeah, just ease, you know? Right. But yeah. And in a very like soothing way, it's not like she like comes onto the scene and is like, right. blah, you know, it's just right. like, whoo, okay. I can yes. breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she has such a great uniform too. You know what I mean? I know. I'm all about the uniform. What was that? <laughs> Did you just spill water? <laughs> You're going to laugh at me. I had this, um, <laughs> Remember these bracelets? I don't even know where we got these. Chatham? You had them too? Savannah? Blow up? Yeah. Savannah. (laughs) Exploded. I heard it. (laughs) There are beads in my coffee. (laughs) There are beads. (laughs) Were you playing with it or it just like spontaneously exploded? I just, I was playing with it, but like very, like not. (laughs) That's funny. I was going to ignore it, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's just funny. Oh my God. How old is that bracelet? Where did we get these? We got it in Savannah. So that's, I'll tell you exactly how old it is. It's uh, eight to, that was like January of like 18, right? Yeah, it was. I know. That was a wild time. We got, I got literally marooned. In Savannah in a snowstorm, which yeah. never happens. <laughs> At a conference, exactly. And it was like seven inches of snow, but it was the American Philosophical Association yearly conference. So it's like right after Christmas. And there were a bunch of like philosophers and cognitive scientists and like people. We were on a little island. We couldn't get off. The hotel was running out of food. The bridges were closed. It was like insane. And Lisa um, came to pick me up and we hung out in Savannah. <laughs> That was like pandemic feeling before the pandemic. That was. It was like a like a flash of things to come. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah, um, exactly. But it was also like a like a life-changing trip, weirdly. It was a life-changing trip. So is this another life-changing moment? Is this what's happening? Anyway. Um, okay, you're gonna laugh at my tiny little joy too. So um I think like for my whole entire life, I've been trying to be as cool as Lisa. Right. And oh, so God. I got the, we, she got the Dyson hairdryer. <laughs> I'm outing us as buying Dyson hairdryer, which is like a ridiculous purchase, but also know. life-changing. But so this hairdryer is a Dyson product, which means it like does crazy shit that is like defies physics and whatever. And it dries your hair without damaging it. And there's this like curling part. It's called the air wrap. And I've been trying to figure this out. Lisa was like, just watch the video on YouTube, figure it out. It's not going to be a big deal. I've been trying to figure this out since I got it. Like it was two weeks ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. Every morning I stand in front of my mirror and I like laugh, like you're there with me (laughs) laughing at me because I put this thing up to my head. You like, I don't know how to describe this. You put this like curling thing up to your hair. And it like sucks up a little piece of your hair and theoretically curls. it. Oh no. But I can't, I can't do it. Like I can't, I can't get it right. 
Okay. I'm going to have to come out and like, we'll do like a <laughs> show Tutorial. and tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like a hilarious, when you put it the wrong way, it just blows your hair out of your hand instead of like into the thing. So I'll get like one piece of hair that's like perfectly curled and the rest of my hair is just like beep bop, sticking out. <laughs> oh no, you'll get it. I promise. I promise it gets easier, it, but it is, it is kind of like a funny experience when you're doing it. <laughs> it's so funny, but I think, but I literally, like I stand in my in front of my mirror and I laugh thinking of you being like, why can't you do this? Like. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? We're using the same appliance right in the same way. How is right. it not working for you and it's working for me? You're gonna have to like take a video and send it to me so I can laugh too. <laughs> I'll have to like put my phone up on something totally. We'll do like a zoom, like a call, FaceTime. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. I think that's it. Okay. Right? Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um, subscribe, rate, and review. Review. Yes. <laughs> I was like, listen. That seems like it should come first. Listen. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.